Hello, and welcome to Dialogues in Dermatology. I'm Dr. Todd Schlesinger, your Editor-in-Chief. We have another exciting podcast for you today. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to a new episode of Dialogues in Dermatology. I am Dr. Lilia Correa-Selm, board-certified dermatologist and Mo surgeon, assistant professor at the University of South Florida and Moffitt Cancer Center in Tampa, Florida. Today, I have the honor to speak with Dr. Rupal Kundu, Council on Communications Chair for the American Academy of Dermatology and Professor of Dermatology at Northwestern University. I am also here with Katie Domanowski, Director of Communication of the American Academy of Dermatology. We will be talking about a new consumer position strategy that the AD is currently launching called your dermatologist knows. Happy to have you here today. Thanks for having us. Rupal and Katie, can you describe this new strategy and tell us what is the main goal of it? Absolutely. We're really excited to share this with our membership. The new Your Dermatologist Knows strategy is a multifaceted, wide-reaching consumer positioning strategy. Its main goal is advocating for our members by contributing to consistent, positive public perception that board-certified dermatologists are the leading experts in conditions concerning skin, hair, and nails. Essentially, we are pivoting all our activities to ensure we are always thinking about how our tactical efforts present a positive message about dermatologists' knowledge and expertise. Indeed, a much-needed strategy. How did you develop this strategy? Well, in the development of this strategy, there were some important bits of research for us to consider and, and highlight. The first comes from our members and with the member satisfaction survey, which showed us that a major concern of AAD members is what is referred to as scope creep from physician assistants, nurse practitioners, and other non-physician clinicians that could potentially affect our members' practice. Secondly, we thought about the general public and from a survey of the general public, we found that actually most people already do consider dermatologists as the leading experts, but that our younger people in that survey tended to have a more positive opinion of non-physician clinicians. So we therefore developed a strategy to address these major concerns members have been raising, while also helping to maintain increase the already high public perception of board-certified dermatologists. I see. Now, what are the different aspects of this strategy and, and how do you plan to execute them? Yeah, I would say that a key element of the strategy is really featuring a consistent message in everything we do that, that states very clearly that no one knows your skin better than a board-certified dermatologist. And we're using the tagline, your dermatologist knows throughout our efforts, because we really think that summarizes that situation really well and assumes a really confident position for the specialty. And all those questions and concerns and curiosity that we as members of the public have about our 
skin and about what dermatologists do. It's your dermatologist who is the one person who really knows the answers. And, you know, I've mentioned this, Dr. Kandu, before, but even myself being a, a lay person working with dermatologists, my family and friends ask me all the time because they're curious. So I can only imagine the level of curiosity that comes to you guys as dermatologists. And, and really, we think your dermatologist knows says it all. Now, after hearing all this, I'm sure all our members are eager to know about how they're going to come up with this strategy. So how do you plan to implement it, our members? Yeah, so this is really a multi-channel strategy, and we're really executing it across everything we do when we speak to the public. Um, that includes our social media feeds, which are all under the handle at AAD Skin and on Instagram at AAD Skin One. So we have three social media correspondents that we've selected who are AAD members who will be appearing on our social media channels in our organic feeds. We'll be distributing a variety of content across um, several of our platforms, primarily fa Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram, but we're also using TikTok and beginning to, you know, sort of get a feel for TikTok, potentially looking at, at um, launching a channel in the future. And then we're also partnering with a lot of dermatologist influencers on social media. So as everybody knows, dermatologists are very successful on social media. You know, Dr. Sandra Lee is sort of the initial grand dame of that. And, and with, she has millions of followers out there on Instagram and TikTok. And we're partnering with those members to share some of our primary messages with the public. And then also partnering with some non-derm influencers as well who can give their own take and their people who have already shared something about a skincare journey and a healthcare journey and how important dermatologists have been to that. We're also very active on our public website. We have a very strong public education website that gets a really a lot of traffic all the time. And we're bringing that ethos of your dermatologist knows into that by featuring members in our content, regularly offering tips, sharing stories and things like that. And then we're going out to the traditional media as well with these messages starting this month, November, which is National Healthy Skin Month, to share our core messages and, and get some more interest in the specialty from the um, mainstream media. That sounds amazing. Now, Katie, you mentioned a couple of social media correspondents. Who are they and how did you pick them? Yeah, I'm going to let Dr. Kandu actually take that one because she led a work group of members who went through the process of, of interviewing and picking those correspondents. Thank you, Katie. We're, there was a quite a thoughtful process in this, and we're really excited to celebrate our three chosen social media correspondents who are all fellows of the American Academy of Dermatology. And those are Dr. Rhonda Farah, Dr. Oyetewa Oyerinde, and Dr. Sarah Magadam. And these three social correspondents, as mentioned, were very thoughtfully selected from a pool of applicants based on several important factors, um, those including engagement with social media and established following, combined with understanding social media trends, how to produce content in a timely fashion, and of course, their eagerness, enthusiasm to be the public face of the Academy, advocating for their fellow members about the scope of care that we provide within the field of dermatology. 
So we've created a web page on AAD.org, and we really encourage you to read a bit more about our three social media correspondents and to join us on our social media channels that Katie had outlined. We're surely very grateful for this um, fellow dermatologist to give us their time and knowledge in social media for this campaign. Now, after listening to this great strategy, I'm curious to know who is the target audience and why did you pick it? Yeah, a big part of the exercise of defining our strategy was really thinking carefully about who we're trying to reach. Just for everyone's information, we do actually have a fairly healthy audience outside the U.S. on our social channels and for our website content. But we want to be clear for ourselves that the the person we're trying to speak to really is the U.S. consumer generally. But we're placing a particular emphasis on women ages 25 to 35. And we picked that audience to spend a little extra effort and time around for several reasons, primarily because of what we touched on before earlier in the interview, which was that we do see a lot of positivity, just a strong positivity towards dermatologists among that younger audience. But we actually also see a lot more positivity towards those non-physician clinicians. It's certainly not at the level of dermatologists or even very close to that level, but it's much stronger than in other audience. So there's risk there over time that, you know, that positivity could translate into, you know, more of a tendency to see a non-physician clinician outside a dermatologist's office than you might see in, say, a boomer demographic. So that's why we wanted to spend a particular attention on that audience. And then it's sort of like a maxim in, in healthcare marketing circles that, you know, women are the decision makers in households. And I'm sure everyone experienced that to some extent in, in their practices. And that's why we decided to focus on women in particular amongst that demographic. Um, It's definitely something that we're going to evaluate over time, though. We do survey the public every three years just to take the temperature, see the impact of our efforts. So as we see shifts, you know, if we're successful with one demographic or we see some erosion in another, the council led by Dr. Kundu will take a look at those things and, and decide whether we need to shift our attention to other places. Makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, as Dr. Kundu mentioned, in the last few years, there is a growing number of non-physician clinicians practicing dermatology. And some of our members listening to this interview may be wondering, why aren't we comparing board-certified dermatologists to these providers? Yeah, I think that's a really excellent question. And it brings up that member satisfaction survey that we talked about earlier and that, that concern of scope creep. So during this very important research phase for the, this new strategy, your dermatologist knows, we really thought about different messaging tactics and tested them out. And it was found that direct comparisons actually went over very poorly with the general public. And it just came across that perhaps and that was a condescending manner in, to the public's viewpoint. And so we wanted to be very cautious um, to avoid that. But we also found something else, um, that when you pique the curiosity about what we know and do as dermatologists, the public want to know more. So our task was then to find that right balance of overlap between our message and the public's interests, you know, celebrating what we know and what we do, but being really mindful of the partnerships we have within our field of medicine. So what we think will work best now is a friendly 
approachable style of information sharing that positions our board certified dermatologists as, again, the leading experts in conditions affecting skin, hair, and nails. I see. Is this campaign addressing any health disparities existing in our field? Yeah, this is a really, really important question and, and something that's very important to the academy. And it's certainly very true that access to care is a major issue, has been, and will continue to be and presents a challenge within medicine and most definitely within the field of dermatology. So it's something that now becomes a little more challenging for us to address in this outward facing campaign. It's more limited and restricted overall. But again, with balancing our commitment to diversity, we have to really consider how this campaign could potentially worsen health inequities that we see by driving more demand for services. So that's why our strategy is weighted toward a more um, influencer-centric message rather than a direct call to action. So if we encouraged everyone to go and make an appointment immediately, that could just exacerbate the long wait times we know exist within the field of dermatology for our patients. So what we want is really for our profession to be now top of mind. We want dermatologists and all the diseases we address and all the different types of care we can provide come kind of immediately to the mind of our patients when they seek care. And along the same lines, are you addressing some special considerations that might apply to patients with skin of color in this campaign? Yeah, absolutely. So we certainly hope this new strategy is relevant to everyone, as we all have concerns and issues that impact our skin, hair, and nails. But we do acknowledge that we really do want to focus also on the uh, complete diversity of our patient population and be inclusive. We know that access to care, especially amongst patients with skin of color, is a challenge. And so we've made that a priority to make sure our content speaks to a diverse audience and we can connect them to our find a dermatologist tool to make an appointment if needed. Along with our new strategy, Your Dermatologist Knows, the Academy is also in the process of examining kind of more diffusely diversity within our field. And both for our patients and membership, we have been working to make sure our content is inclusive including a recent wonderful member-facing skin of color curriculum that was launched in the American Academy of Dermatology Learning Center and really encourage our members to explore. The Academy prioritizes representing the interests of all of our patients, and we hope that you will see that in the diversity reflected in our new strategy, Your Dermatologist Knows activities as well. Well, Rupal and Katie, thank you so much for this insightful interview. I am very excited to see more of this strategy. I know it will be very useful for our members. It was a real pleasure having you here. Thank you. We really enjoyed it. And I hope that members can take the time to follow our social media feeds and, and maybe even share some of our content. You know, we really want to see dermatology as unified as possible with this positive message about the specialty. Thank you so much. See you on the platforms. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Dialogues in Dermatology. This is Todd Schlesinger, your editor-in-chief. For more podcasts, including bonus issues, check us out online at the website of the American Academy of Dermatology or 
through the Dialogues and Dermatology app. You can now also sync your subscription to your favorite podcast app. New podcasts are released each week in addition to our monthly JAD podcasts. We hope you enjoy these new options for listening to Dialogues and the increasing content for your listening pleasure. Thank you.